Murray Show. Mike Tirico is the best of the best. Lisa, you know how much I love this guy. I do. You can Big see crush. You can see and hear Mike this Sunday alongside Chris Collinsworth and Melissa Stark calling the game as the Bears take on the Packers in Green Bay on NBC Sunday Night Uh-oh. Football, and Mike joins us now. Talk about the biggest rivalry in the history of the NFL, and you got it Sunday night, Mike. How are you? I am doing fine, thanks. I've uh, done a few of these on Sunday now. Did a couple back in my Monday night days. So uh, I live in Michigan, so I have a firsthand knowledge of the passion of the NFC North and absolutely love this game. As a matter of fact, we spent some time in northern Michigan during the year, and I'm driving from northern Michigan through the Upper Peninsula and down into Green Bay for the game this week. So I'm going to make the full oh, wow. Wisconsin oh. experience for this week's game. The top of it's, the mitten. But it's yes. a beautiful time of year to make that drive. Well, if the game was in December, I wouldn't be doing this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you're right. You're, you're right. The, the UP, which uh, dips into northern Wisconsin, uh, transitions to northern Wisconsin, is just a beautiful part of the country, and what a great time of the year. And it's football season, so you can feel it in the air. These mornings you wake up all of a sudden, you feel that little crispness. And this is is what the league is all about. This time of year and this rivalry for the 205th time, nothing like it. Mike, (laughs) before we get in the Bears-Packers, I was at a wedding in Harbor Springs uh, three Uh, years ago, and it's just gorgeous up there. People have never visited Harbor Springs. Crisp mornings, crisp evenings. Very warm, except after August 1st, it gets very cool up there, doesn't it? Well, we, we encourage everyone to visit before May and then after September <laughs> because we, we want to keep our secret to ourselves up uh, here in northern Michigan. It's, it's a beautiful part of the country, and, and you're right. that Both, both sides of the lake, uh, the lake shore is just special. And everybody listening knows what, what this, this area, this part of the world is like. And yeah. I love when friends come through and go, well, it's really nice here. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> But don't stay. We like to keep it for ourselves. Right. That's why I live here, guys. Yeah. Mike, Bears win last week. Packers lose. Bear fans are ready to buy Super Bowl tickets. It's just (laughs) crazy. (laughs) It takes so little for Bears fans to get excited. I know. It's like you you think about the fan bases like the Bears fans on the other side of the lake, the Lions fans. They see their team playing well in the first half or in the Bears case, the second half. And they're like, hmm. February 10th, O'Hare to Phoenix. <laughs> should, should, we, should we just buy it? And, and if the Bears aren't there, we can just go out anyway and have a good weekend. Right? <laughs> you just want that enthusiasm. It's great to be 1-0. When you look back in November, nobody's going to remember what it looked like. But it's one of the more fortunate wins of the year, to be honest. If you watched the first 20 minutes of that game and turned it off, you would have been justified in saying there is no possible way mm-hmm. the Bears are going to win this game. But They've won every game in the preseason. They've yep. won the regular season start here. There's just a good energy and a vibe around the team, and that's very different from what it turned out to be the last couple of years. So good for them and good momentum to take to Green Bay, where the Packers didn't look all that great in week one. Well, tell me about Justin Fields. Give me your thoughts, because he turned it around in the second half. Huge touchdown throw that changed the momentum of the game and the slide at the end of the game. It's like this guy is having a great time as quarterback of the Chicago Bears. So the slide says everything, right? Because you're not going to see Brady or Aaron Rodgers or the guys who've been around forever, the vets, do that, right? There's a youth about Justin Fields, and I think there's a youth in his enthusiasm, but also a youth in his game as well right now. 
when he makes his best plays are on the broken plays. Think of the touchdown to Pettis. Outside the pocket, outside the numbers even. When he gets on the move, it looks like he's comfortable. When he's in the pocket, he's just not there yet. And those are the growing pains of a young quarterback. When do you accept those growing pains as a fan base and as an organization? When the guy has talent, which he does, yep. he has shown the ability to win. And now the next step, which we won't know until you spend more time around him, is does he have that desire to be the best? What does that mean first in, last out? Pick up all the stuff in terms of your reads and all the other garbage we talk about with football on a regular basis. When we see that from him to match the other stuff, then I think you'll see the progress. But you have to be patient. It's only 11 starts. This will be his 12th. Aaron Rodgers threw a perfect pass to a wide-open Christian Watson, the Packers' second-round draft pick, who was behind the defense, and he dropped the pass on the first play of the game. So I'm thinking of like a third-grade teacher or a fourth-grade teacher (laughs) at the start of the year. Yep. And you know it's going to be a chore to get these kids to do what they need to do at this level, right? And Aaron has been through it about five times with a bunch of young receivers. And that play in one play said, okay, it's going to be a long year. It'll be better by the end of the year when we do the moving up ceremony, but this is going to be a long first couple of weeks of the year. You just see it. It really is exactly that. Perfect pass, perfect play, perfect everything. Guy who's never played with Aaron Rodgers had to be shaking in his boots. Can you imagine what he felt like for the rest of the game? Oh, my gosh. I felt terrible for him. Mortified. Exactly. So it's... That, that will, there are talented receivers, both Watson and Dobbs, but the young guys are going to have to come along slowly, and it's going to be a challenge for Aaron for sure. But on the other side, Matt LaFleur, to get these guys in positions where they're confident to make plays and lean on Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard and Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tanyan and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. There are seven guys who I just mentioned right there mm-hmm. who've been there and have done it in championship-level games with Rodgers. Watkins, not with Rodgers, but Watkins has played in a bunch of big games. Those guys are going to have to carry the load while Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs get comfortable, which will take a few weeks. Mike, <laughs> Lisa knows nothing about football. Here we go. Get ready for I this. Know which, which I know little. I know little. But, but you see, that's what we love in Sunday Night Football. Sunday night, like the family gathers around at the end of the week. Where can we all be together before the silliness of our calendars and our schedules? Yeah. So we are very comfortable. So Lisa, ask away. So, speaking of Sunday nights, who are your favorite quarterbacks to watch? So, we just had Tom Brady, and one of the reasons I love Brady and Peyton Manning when he was playing, and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, who we worked with last year, was we get to do these meetings. You know how you hear Lisa, we talk about, hey, we met with him last night, he told us this, he told us that. So, those meetings are our window to the players and the people who make the NFL, and they're the best interviews every year the great quarterbacks because i think the great quarterbacks have to deal with a lot they have to deal with the big guys who protect them they have to deal with the superstar receivers who can be divas at times the running backs who want the ball more the quarterbacks the one guy who the owner the head coach the offensive coordinator the offensive lineman everybody on the team kind of gravitates around and if your quarterback is in a good mood and having a good day, your team has a chance to have a good day because they'll be in a good mood. They all kind of emanate off of his energy, and those guys are fabulous with it. So that's why, for me, they're my favorites to talk to, and then they're my favorites to watch on the field. When you saw the shot of Aaron Rodgers on the sideline after the first drive last week, oh. you knew bad energy, bad day, <laughs> right? Yep. yep. Those guys live it, and that's why I love watching the big-name superstar quarterbacks.
We're talking with uh, Mike Tirico, Sunday Night Football, Bears at the Packers. By the way, Tom Brady turned 45 in August. He went 18 for 27, 212 yards with a TD and one pick. I'll take that every week. And I'll I'll take this even more. Let's talk real life here, okay? Our Melissa Stark, who's back on the sideline with us, we're so happy to have Melissa. She did this about 20 years ago on ABC. Oh, I love this. She wasn't doing sideline since. So on Melissa's uh, Twitter and Instagram feed, she posted a picture of her interviewing Tom Brady after a Patriots game, and I believe in 2001 or 2002, something like that. And they both look exactly the same, which is great for Melissa. But for me, like the fact that Tom Brady has taken all these hits in all these years, 20-something years, now year 23, and he still looks the same, if not better than he did 23 (laughs) years ago, which means there's hope for all of us. I think he reposted that, too. I think I saw it on Brady's feed. That's cool. That that's cool. See, that, that that's what I mean about these guys. Like yep. we get to know them, and you kind of get to live it. But but good good on them. So so there's hope for us in the next twenty twenty two years. We'll just stay the same, if not look younger. <laughs> that would be amazing. I don't know about that. I feel like as a fair weather Bears fan, every yeah. time they play the Packers, I feel like they lose. Am I remembering this wrong? <laughs> yeah, it, it feels that way because it has been that way. It's been a lot lately. I think it's, what, 11 of the last 12 or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they always lose. So I don't know why Bears fan look forward to these games because it's like (laughs) you're just going to be crushed again. Think of Christmas morning, right? Like You know you're probably going to get something, but you hope you're going to get a bike. You hope you're going to get something cool, right? But you can still be disappointed with the reality. Chicago fans, they're hopeful – they're going to get the bike under the tree. They're going to beat Green Bay. It's only been once in the last 12 times. So that's the hope. <laughs> the reality is a little bit different. But let's, let's say the bike shows up under the tree and Justin Fields is being interviewed by Melissa after the game at 1035 Central on Sunday night. Then you dream bright. So why not? That's why there's that eternal hope. That's the joy of this rivalry. Over the years when the Bears were great, the Super Bowl shuffle Bears, they just dominated the Packers. Now it's the flip, and you know it's going to flip back at some point. You just want to be on the ground floor of when it starts to flip. I don't know, man. Two words, Aaron Rodgers. He always <laughs> finds a way to win, especially to beat followed the Bears. By, followed by the two words, Brett Favre, before right. that, right? It, it's just been that, – that. that's why it feels like for a generation. It's like, okay, can we just send you guys a bad quarterback once? You know, we, we keep trying behind every door, and you guys just have – the next one walk through the door. Just crazy. Oh, I love it. But I just want this to prove to Pete that, see, I did know something about football. I love it. I did know that in this matchup, yes. the Bears are not usually the victors. I would say those might be the best questions I've received in the last two weeks. There, there you go. How about that? <laughs> Mike, before you go, you've done the NFL, of course, Notre Dame football, the Indianapolis 500, the U.S. Open, the Kentucky Derby, the Triple Crown. But there was a stretch in February where I couldn't believe that you opened the Winter Olympics in Beijing, then flew to L.A. to do the Super Bowl less than 48 hours later. How crazy was that three, four, five-day period? And by the way, the Super Bowl, not just doing the Super Bowl, you did a five-hour pregame. Nuts. Whoa. That, that was nothing compared to the six hours of the primetime and the late-night show for the Olympics. So <laughs> that, that wasn't too bad. I got to tell you, it was, it was the best experience that I've had of, of my career. I've had some crazy travel stuff and working various assignments. You don't pull something like that off without amazing people. Uh, and our, our teams, our NFL studio team and our Olympic team are the best of the best. And they did an incredible job making it all feasible and possible for us to do. I will say that 
I can give you this anecdote. We check into the hotel in L.A. for the opener, the Bills and the Rams, on kickoff game. It's the same hotel we stayed at for the Super Bowl. I honestly walked in the hotel and completely forgot being there. Oh, because my gosh. When we were from China to Connecticut for one night to do the Olympics and then to L.A., we really didn't have much time to hang out. So I walked into that hotel and said, was, were, we, were we here in February? Because <laughs> we were there Was that for a dream? <laughs> Wow, was it was it fun and it was exhilarating and it's a, a stretch I'll never forget. You're the Tom Brady of sports announcers. You're just crushing it out there, man. <laughs> just, just, I, just, I, I age every year. He does. He, he goes in reverse. So I, I think I'm taking everything he's not getting in the aging column. Other than that, I'll take the compliment. Mike, you are the best of the best. Sunday night football, Bears at the Packers. Check it out on NBC Sunday night football. It's Mike Tarico, everybody. Thank you, Mike. My pleasure. Have fun and enjoy the Bears-Packers in-house rivalry. Nothing like it. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.